Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Following Today, up on another our one. big episode this morning. Yeah, we're going to keep it going with this topic of election fraud here, talking about Mesa County, Colorado, something we've talked a lot about. And uh, and yeah, no, there's there's lots of important developments there. So, Joe, you want to introduce our guests and we'll get right into it? Yeah, so let me let me just let me set the stage here for you guys. This morning we had a conversation with Tim Ranston. Tim is a representative for the legislator legislature the legislature in Wisconsin. He laid out a perfect case of all of the evidence and fraud that existed that exists in the election in November of 2020. He laid it out. Now, the people that have actually stood against him were not just were not just the radical leftists, but the rhino establishment. And the speaker literally stripped him of his staff member, taking that staff member away from him. That staff member's name is Tristan. We couldn't do it this morning because, frankly, I didn't want to, you know, you were right, Max. I didn't want to meld the two together. I wanted to get to the fraud. But they basically said that he goes, well, can I just come work for you for free? And Tim was like, well, I don't know. And so on his own, Tristan, who is the staffer, who is a single dad, seeing all the evidence that happened in Wisconsin, seeing all the evidence related to, and we're going to talk a little bit about this in Colorado. They're all connected, guys, all connected. Walked away from a $60,000 a year job. So I'm going to, I'm going to, Put something up. Mr. Producer, go ahead and put up the give, send, go for Tristan, if you would, please. Guys, listen, I want to make it so that he can work on this project. So if we can get to the give, send, go, put it up for Tristan. We'll also put it in the comments. Tristan gave up his job. Nobody said, I'm going to set up a give, send, go for you. But they set up a give, send, go for him so that he can go back to working for Tim and finishing this project of getting across the finish line. Getting across the finish line to make sure that they decertify the election in Wisconsin. The amount of fraud in Wisconsin is not, it's not disputable. The fact that the election was stolen in Wisconsin is not disputable. And what we're going to talk about right now is the evidence, some of the evidence, because there's a lot of it. There's reports, there's report after report after report that have come out. Mr. Producer, do we have it? Can we put it up? Here is the uh, Wisconsin Let There Be Light volunteer funding and what this basically is, is that the, uh, it's the, the name of the Gifts and Go is Let There Be Light Volunteer Funding. This campaign was created by Marcus D. And the funds for the campaign will go to Tristan Johannes. Tristan is the one that was working as a staffer, was working as a staffer for Tim Ramthan. And Tim is, you know, again, another Taoist leader, but this is just to help him. So you can go there to Let There Be Light Volunteer Fund. You can go to givesendgo.com slash G2GG9. All right, let's bring our guests on. We have Draza Smith, which I'll, I'll let 
some of you know her. She's been traveling around the country. She is a mathematician. Um, uh-oh. said, so go to Slack. I'm going to Slack. She, she stepped away for a second, but she'll be on. Okay. And, and Jeff O'Donnell, who is a cyber engineer, is a tech, I'll call him a tech genius, but he, he has, I'm going to let him tell a little bit about himself, but he has vast, vast experience in doing forensic um, auditing. So let's bring Jeff on. And we've, and we've had him on the show before. Hey, Jeff. Hey, very, very nice to be back. Thank you for having me on this evening. Hey, listen, we went through a report that you built that talked about some vulnerabilities and some things that happened in Mesa County. We're having you back on again with Draza Smith. And frankly, um, it gets more and more damning the deeper you go into it. Yes, it certainly does. What, what, uh, there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing good to be found. Why don't, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself um, who may have not watched you before and just some of the work that you've done about your history? Does that say Chiefs? Sure. Uh, does your does your shirt say Chiefs? Yeah. Yes, it does. That's so right. you're a you're a Chiefs Steelers fan? Uh, no, it's a movie. Well, Slapshot. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Slapshot. Slapshot. Okay. All right. Well, the Charleston Chiefs, which are really the Johnstown <laughs> Chiefs, but nevertheless, right. I digress. All right. Uh, yeah, I've yeah, been okay. uh, I've been a software uh, systems design engineer for forty years. Uh, worked for for many companies like Rockwell and Westinghouse Nuclear, and U.S. Steel, and list goes on and on but um over the last uh well since there's been windows um uh, I've, I've concentrated heavily on the uh, windows operating system and different databases um, some of my uh skills are working with large data sets and uh finding uh finding some things that aren't right in them, uh or things that are right trends that sort of thing and uh that led me well to the point of you know helping out with uh, you know everything from from companies doing financial audits till so I got involved in this crazy business uh, trying to fix uh, figure out what happened in twenty twenty. And you did dive into twenty twenty. Yes, yes, I certainly, uh, I certainly have. I've, I've, I've I'm involved in. I counted them up. I think I, I think I'm, I'm I'm at least in my mind making a difference in about 26 states right now, through various means. You know, whatever 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 data is available, I'm more than happy to look into it. And uh, the thing that's that's really horrifying is that I have yet to not find uh, evidence of, of. I'll be kind and say extremely bad practices. Uh, right up to the point of where you look at it and say, no, this was intentional. This was an intentional attempt to uh, to mess with our elections. And, uh, you know, Mesa is one of them. You know, I was uh, I was fortunate enough to be asked to be involved in the Wisconsin effort. Uh, and uh, that is horrifying. <laughs> and, and a lot of these things are horrifying in different ways, Joe. That's uh, yeah. That's uh, you never know. You never know from one day to the next, or one state or county to the next, uh, what you're going to find. Well, I I, I got to tell you, you know, this morning we had Tim on, as you probably heard while you were in the back studio, and now we have you and Draza Smith on talking about Mesa County, and we could just dive right into to the findings. We I know we have some some stuff to share with you, but what was interesting about what Tim brought up is that all the same things that are found in Mesa 
only the trusted build was not, they were kind of mad because we got access to the machines before the trusted build got put in. And so we have a before and after snapshot that shows that they violated election law. And yet they have attacked Tina Peters. They have attacked the people of Colorado, anyone, calling them election deniers when the evidence is staring us right in the face. And they're basically calling the truth a lie. And Jenna Griswold is a piece of trash who literally has been, you could see her shaking the first day that she was up there because she knew she was caught. And now we're saying you're caught. Who's going to hold her accountable? You got a DA that's there that, that charged the second in command next to uh, Tina Peters with burglary for going and doing her job under the direction of Tina Peters, who appointed her to that position. And yet here we are having a conversation about this. And you cannot deny that the things you're about to talk about are absolute fact. You would, you would hold your hand up under the penalty of perjury, would you not? Oh, oh absolutely. I, I, I absolutely would. Um, the things that I'm absolutely sure of, I'm absolutely sure of. And uh, the things that I'm not, I'd be sure to point those out under those uh, cases. But, but yes, I mean, there is evidence of, of fraud in uh, Mesa County. There is evidence of, of fraud in Wisconsin, and those aren't the only places. All right, so let's. I think we'll just dry, dive into it. I don't think that draws us back yet. She stepped away for a minute. Can we dive into it, Jeff? Is this Mr. Producer? Her, yeah, you yeah, can. I'm ready to go. Up. Her connection. Uh, she's having problems, but I'm working with her on it. Okay, let's go ahead. Get, just dive right into it, Max. Go ahead. I don't have it. It's uh, it's Greg. Greg's running it. Okay, Thank we're not going to run it through your. We're not going to run it through your. Nope. Okay, he's doing it there. So, so this is called um, Mesa. Madness, <laughs> how not to run a fair election. I'm going to turn it over yes. to you, Jeff. Yeah, well, part of the problem when you're a, a technical guy finding problems that are very technical is trying to explain it on a, uh, yeah. a level that non-technical people can understand. So this is, uh, this is a, a fairly new, my attempt to kind of make it uh, a little more understandable, to understand why... Uh, why the election in Mesa never should have been certified to begin with, uh, and, and and give you some hard numbers uh, and and hard hard um, timelines of what occurred. So, if you go ahead and get into it, I'll uh, let's dive through I'll, it. I'll annotate. N next one. Okay, so I'll establish this. This is a 2020 general election in Mesa. Now, when they Get the uh, mail-in ballots, and, and all we're going to discuss here, all I'm going to discuss is mail-in, because, you know, there's the, the uh, anytime you try to put mail-in and uh, in-person votes together in a discussion, there's there's the, uh, you know, we've been told to believe that the Democrats voted mostly mail-in and that the Republicans voted mostly, uh, very, very much so, um, uh, day of election. Um, I personally believe that that, isn't the case, but it was part of the PSYOP that was necessary to run this entire uh, fraud operation. But nevertheless, we're going to be talking here about uh, mail-in votes only. Right? So each one of these boxes you see on the left-hand side represents one of the 267 batches of ballots that were processed the first three days, or two and a half days, uh, in Mason. So each of those, each of those boxes would have, uh, most of them have about 100 um, some of them were a little less, 
but uh, the maximum was 100. So at the point where you get to, uh, uh, think of a wrong date actually, but 214, 243, on uh, the 21st, this is where you were. Uh, and you had all those. And at that point, they had uh, 267 batches and they had 25,913 ballots, which had been brought in. Uh, they'd been processed. Um, there's a process by which, you know, if, if the computer can't determine what the votes are, then it kicks it out for something called manual adjudication. That's a fancy word. It just means we're going to let people decide how this person voted. And that can happen for a variety of reasons. They didn't put the oval in the right place. They put more than one oval for a race. Uh, they had a write-in candidate, for instance. Any of those can cause that. So that's going to be important in a second. So that had all been done. Uh, all the votes from this were, were safely tucked into the uh, part of the database that, uh, that keeps those votes. All right. So you go to the next screen. Next screen, Mr. Reducer. Next screen, please. There we go. Okay. Um, at uh, 2.14, actually, on October 21st, this is the third day of counting ballots. And we still remember, we're all talking here. Um, we we're not to the election day yet. None of these are, are election day in-person votes. What happened was something triggered a process. This was not a human error. This was not an operation done by the county. Something triggered a process that took one of the databases that's used by the Dominion system and made a copy of it. The copy was initially blank, and then suddenly, all of the numbers on the right that you see, that are the same, they match the numbers on the left, all of those, uh, over a short period of time, reappeared in the new database. The red uh, sections there indicate the batches that weren't copied over. So all the boxes on the left were copied over, except for the ones in red. Uh, this is a very strange thing. So what happened is, if you look at it this way, uh, 20,346 uh, ballots uh, reappeared in the new database, and 5,567 uh, were not. All right. And at this point, it's interesting to note that these uh, ballots, which had been transferred over to the new database, and they actually went through the same process that they had gone through initially, meaning they were looked at by the machine, seeing if manual adjudication was necessary. And then they were, when they were finished, uh, these ones over on the right-hand side, the votes for them were put into the database, uh, overwriting any votes which had been originally there for those ballots. And I'll get to that in a second. Next, next slide, please. Next slide, Mr. Producer. Before that reprocessing, before any of this this monkey business happened, okay, out of the out of the, and I'm, I'm not including. I've grayed out on the one side. I'm not including these 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 batches that didn't get uh, get transferred over. Kind of talking apples and apples here. Right. So there's twenty thousand two hundred forty six ballots, of which one thousand six hundred eight were kicked out to have somebody look at. Uh, it, it's kind of beyond the scope of this. That's a that's a very high number. Uh, but we're not going to worry about that. Yeah, about 8%. And after these same supposed ballots were reprocessed, magic happened. Only 961 of them were okay. sent to manual adjudication. Now, now, could that be, could that have been some other, something else, right? Could that have been um, an issue with, 
having to reset the machine. I mean, there, there's some other information that's going to come out that I think is more revealing too, and that is that we know that one of the tabulator tabulators is down. I know you're going to get to that later. Yes, you'll um, see that. Um, but could this be an the, innocent... The simple, I'm sorry? The simple answer is uh, no. Okay. Uh, there is no reasonable explanation for why this would happen. And, I, and, and uh, in a couple of slides, I'll, I'll tell you why. And they haven't uh, been but, forced but, to, to say those things either. Right? They haven't been forced to answer any of these questions yet. Uh, of course not. Okay. All right. I just want to clarify for the... For those that are paying yes. attention, yeah, Dominion has answered no no questions about no, this. Okay, so next slide, please. So here's the conclusions. Because of that, we have to assume that not all twenty thousand two hundred forty-six reprocessed ballots were the same as the originals. Uh, even if they were, you understand what chain of custody is or chain of evidence. Okay, by this process, there's no way of telling whether those initial 20,246 ballots were the same as the new ones. There is no way to tell. The, the 5,000 and some that were not copied over, it could be, it looks to me like that, that would be an attempt to hide them. Because okay. those, even though the votes are in the main database, uh, as far as this section of the data that keeps track of batches coming in and ballots, they're gone, they're not there. If someone did not do a, uh, a deeper than normal look at the database, they would not even probably have noticed that they weren't there. So the entire run, what I'm trying to say, through the first two and a half days of uh, 25,913 ballots is now in question. It's all were subject to suspicious handling. And uh, go to the next slide. That'll be my, my final conclusion on this particular thing. The general election in the Mesa County should not have been certified. You have a quarter of the county's votes in question. And in fact, evidence points to that they were manipulated. Okay. Now you asked about, you asked about the uh, 25, the 25%, 25%. Yeah, 25%. Yeah, there were, there were 90,000 some uh, uh, total ballots. Here we're talking about 25,913 that as far as I'm concerned, if I was asked to, uh, if I was asked to swear that, that, that they were uh, uh, prim and proper and exactly what, I could not do it. There is no evidence that those are valid votes. And uh, in a moment, you're going to see from, uh, from Draza uh, how that affected things. But... You asked about the uh, you know the change in those ballots being adjudicated. Could it be due, could it be due to something? Okay, and honestly, one of the first things I thought when I saw this quite some time ago was, wow, did they notice that their maybe they, maybe somebody at the at the county noticed that their adjudication percent was really high, eight eight, eight to nine percent is pretty high. Yeah, it's very high. Uh, and maybe they changed the setting to make the uh, you know the scanner less uh, less picky. Well, every batch that came after this here, what you're seeing. Every batch, many, many more than you're seeing here till the end of the election, had a manual adjudication rate of about 11%. Okay, so to explain that so to the me. Point is explain, did, did was we look altered at... to turn down. Did we look at any of these ballots? Have we been able to get the, the actual image of these ballots to look at those ballots and say, 
Okay, what was the ballot adjudicated for? Have we looked into that at all? Because I think that's important. Uh, that, is a, that is a process that is undergoing. Okay. Um, it's it, There are some complexities there that um, I don't want to tip any hands on. Uh, but but there will be an eventual report on this, uh, on, on that, you know, the, the actual ballots at hand. However, uh, again, because of what happened and the way it happened, there is no telling let's say you had a paper ballot from one of those ones that ends up in the red area, okay? Or even any of the other ones. Uh, are you looking at the ballot as it was scanned the first time or are you looking at the ballot as it was scanned the second time? Um, you have no way to tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know. And tell me why you wouldn't no. know, because there's another thing that we discovered in your original report, and that is what happened to the log files? Well, all of the log files... Uh, that are that are maintained by Windows, by any of the Microsoft products, Windows, uh, the SQL Server database, uh, also the um, uh, Windows Defender that they're using for, for virus and intrusion detection, the networking logs that tell you whether anything connected to you or you connected to anything outside. Uh, those are all set to, uh, they set them to such a small size, which is not the default whenever you install Windows. Okay. <laughs> they set them to such a small size that they just continually overwrite. So like it's when they 2KB. get KB. I mean, small. Uh, actually, I believe, yeah, some of them were up to 20 megabytes, but still, given the amount of data that gets generated in these logs files, it's, it's a tremendous amount. You're talking days before they start overwriting. But, but let's talk about yeah. that for, for a minute. And actually, let's walk through this, and then we'll talk about that, because I see that draws us back, too. Next next slide. All right. Okay, Draza, take it, take it over. All right. Draza, give everyone, say hello to everyone. Hey, shrink this down for a little bit so that Draza can tell everyone about herself. Um, if you could, there you go. So joining us is Draza Smith. Draza, tell everyone that has not met you um, about your background and yourself a little bit, please. Okay, thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Hi, guys. Um, my name is my name is Draza Smith, and I am an engineer by trade, uh, systems engineer, industri in industrial control system engineer. I'm used to looking at systems and looking at data as a process and identifying the uh, the initiating factors when you see changes within the expected process. So that's that's been my background and. I have used those skills now to try to evaluate the data that we're collecting from the election machines, and I'm surprised to see a lot of the what we what we would see in process control appearing in the patterns of the votes, which should not be in place when you have human behavior. Okay. So, so what you're about to see is going to walk through that mathematically. I don't know. Right. Math, math is, is the center of the universe, and it also contains everything in it. Everything that you do comes back down to math. So let's just jump right back into it. Draza, thanks for being here today and walking through this. And I don't know if you got a chance to see what we talked about this morning, but Tim did a, Representative Tim uh, Rantham did a great job of walking through all the fraud in Wisconsin. And I find it very difficult for you to walk away from any of that information because none of it can be disputed. And yet, 
that rhinos are the ones that are standing in the way of progress and stopping them from decertifying the election and passing election laws that'll stop it from happening in the future. It just shows you that we're being run by people that don't, don't care about us, I don't think. So. Or, or, or have ulterior motives that supersede that. Yeah, I would agree. So if, if we want so we want to go ahead and start talking about these slides that I put together. Let's go. Um, okay. So uh, this is from the data that was pulled from the same image that uh, that Jeff was just speaking about. And so this is the this is the record inside of the machine, the database where the actual votes were counted. Inside of this machine, there were a hundred ballots, roughly a hundred ballots that were bundled into each um, what's called a batch. And each of those batches were given a timestamp. Okay. Is that is it noise on my side or you? I think it's noise on your so, side, but it's just uh, it's an I'm, echo. Sorry. That's all right. Okay, so we'll try to work through that. So so what I did is I took each of those batches and I divided them up by day. And then once I divided them up by day, each of these batches have a number and the first digit of the number references the tabulator that did the calculation, that did the counting calculation. And, um, and so then I plotted them by the ratio of the Trump to Biden votes that were in that particular batch. That's what's on our y-axis for all of these plots that I'm going to be going over. And then the x-axis is over time for each individual day. Is that clear to everybody? Yep. Okay. So the this is the first day that they began counting. And uh, so the, one, of the things, one of the things that's important to note is they used four tabulators in Mesa County per the database. And the tabulator one was our in-person voting early in person and day of in person. And then the other three, tabulators two, three, and four, were counting all of the mail-in ballots. So on the very first day that they began counting the ballots, per the database here, um, the very surprising, very first count came in from tabulator four. And it's that vertical line there that's on the very uh, left-hand side closest to the axis. It's 10 batches of 100 votes each that all came in in the same minute. They're separated by three to four seconds apiece. Uh, okay. How this would have happened, I'm not really sure because the scanners themselves uh, are in the, in the literature say that they can complete 130 ballots per minute. And so doing 1,000 in the first minute is kind of surprising. The second thing that's rather surprising is that these votes are spaced out in, it, it looks like almost intentionally so that they provide this initial thousand vote um, uh, a starting point. But the, when you look at the average, the average is right there at 100, which it means it's a one-to-one -one ratio, one vote for Trump and one vote for Biden, when you look at the sum total of each of these batches. Okay. So is that clear? Yeah. Max, you <clears throat> so got that's, that? That's, that's, that's step one there. 
And then as we begin uh, looking at the rest of the votes that are counted during the day, now we have tabulator two and tabulator four, and they're counting the votes. So apparently those were the only two tabulators that were used on that day. But the surprising thing is, is that when we get to the end of the day, again, even though we're counting uh, mail-in votes from all over this county, we have a, a ratio, again, that tabulator two and tabulator four both come to a one-to-one -one ratio of Trump to Biden vote for the whole day. So how is that possible? I, I mean, it, it could be possible if, if that's how the people of the county felt. Um, the, the first the first 10 dots are are implausible. I don't know where those would have come from. Uh, and and Jeff, would you would you contribute your findings on those first uh, dots from the from the database? Well, I just can confirm that that according to the database, they came in impossibly fast all at once. Um, I can't help but think that it was probably something to do with the database being copied. Because if you recall, all of these, th these first three days that she's going to show you are the days that had the uh, vote manipulation uh, that I just showed you the timeline of. Okay? So uh, I personally believe that those first ones coming in is a, is a tell. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, a it's a mistake, if you were by how I think, I, I'm sure they did not want this to look like this, if they even thought <laughs> anyone would look, <laughs> even look to begin, to begin with. Um, so, and, and as, as, as she goes on, I want you to keep in mind, keep the, keep the viewers to keep in mind that, uh, that Mesa County is, it has been historically an extremely red pro-Republican county. Okay. Um, to see this kind of distribution, uh, a 50-50 distribution of what should be randomly mailed in uh, ballots from all over Mesa County, okay? This isn't the first, this isn't the first thing you're gonna see it's gonna make you feel like this, but, but this, is the, <laughs> this is the first. So, you know, how you're feeling now, keep that feeling <laughs> as, as, uh, as Draza continues. Yes, yeah, so could we go to the next slide? There we go. Is that the 20th? So this is the next day. And um, the uh, and, and you can see here that we still have uh, tabulator two, three, and four. So three has joined in now. And they are surprisingly consistent. If you notice, we have these little green dots up on the side. Those little green dots refer to the batches that were counted on tabulator one, the in-person votes, the early in-person votes. And they are distinctly different than this controlled band that uh, this that the uh, votes that are coming in that are being counted on the mail-in tabulators are showing. Um, and, it, and it's surprising to me that it does hold to this band um that it, so right now the right now the average is one to one and we're roughly we can go up as high as 100 over and 50 below and that's pretty consistent for the days and then um i'll show you why that becomes surprising from here on out so if we can go see the next day is there any questions no questions about that okay so no. here's the uh, next so, day so so here keep in mind that as you talk about these things 
most people don't have the same math knowledge. They don't have the same understanding that you have. So just assume that everyone is a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Just dump dump it down to the, the... the, the lowest common denominator. doesn't mean everyone's stupid. That's not what I'm saying. So don't get mad at me and start posting like, you think I'm stupid. No, <laughs> just most people don't understand the probabilities behind this and the fact that it just can't happen. So it, yeah. it's, yeah. So, so this is the next day. And this is this is surprising again because we're getting mail-in ballots, and the mail-in ballots are coming from just you know people returning their ballots from all over the county, right? And we've had two days of the tabulators. All three tabulators that are counting the mail-in votes are coming up with a one-to-one ratio, just from the general what's being returned in the mail on that day. Right. And then the third day, it changes. But all three of the tabulators change together. And now we have where that purple line is the one-to-one ratio, that 100% that the tabulators were all counting on for the first two days. Three tabulators have now moved up, and all three tabulators are now counting to a a sum ratio of 1.5 Trump to every one vote for Biden. So Trump has suddenly become much more popular with the mail-in votes on this day consistently for each of the three tabulators that are counting the votes that happen to be counted today. And then you can still see the tabulator one dots that are green that are deviating from that pattern, again, representing the in-person votes. Okay. If I can, uh, if I can point out one thing to watch also, the, in each one of these, the purple line is going to be the one-to-one, where you would have one Biden vote to one uh, Trump vote. Uh, I'd like people to notice how many of the dots, each dots being a bet, uh, fall under the 100 as we continue. You can see now there are very few. Go ahead. Sorry, just so, wanted to point that yeah. out. So a question, a question. is that, that, that red dashed line, is that the average of all three of those tabulators or yeah, all three each tabulators. individual tabulator also register that no no it appears that they that the daily average of the tabulators work to this um so uh on um any particular on, on this particular day the one tabulator may be 1.13 to 1, the next one be mm-hmm. 1.16 to 1. So the next tabulator comes in at 0.75 to make the math work out to an even number like that 1.5 to 1. Okay, and it's exactly so, one, it's exactly three to two. It's not. Almost exactly three to two, almost okay. exactly. And see, th- th- so, this is the part where they can't fake it because when you start to pick it apart, that's where you really get into the math. That's where you really right. get into it. And, and they have to do this in order to get to that fixed point. Right. So so this is surprising to see. It's, it's surprising but not surprising because um, if anybody has seen any of the work that, that we've been doing to look at the uh, state elections, we started with the Edison data, which was available in a time series manner. And it looked like with the Edison data, when we plotted out what the news was showing us, it looked like each of the states were walking towards a set point. And I've said that before, that, that each state appeared to be at a, a starting value and then walked to a set point 
again uh, uh, along a set path and there were only like three or four different paths that were used for each of the states so like um i know i know that you've shown a a, a graph before on this show where we had uh, plotted the um the Cal the Colorado 2020 Trump Biden race and the 2021 California yes no ratio of the recall, and it walked the same path as it walked to its set point. Even though those set points were two different final values, the way that it walked over time was the same path. And and I was I was confused about how that could have happened. And if you have something going on that that could be controlling these on a daily basis that would allow you to see that walk progression that we're seeing in the daily totals within the machine okay hey we have to do a read real quick so we're going to hold you for a second max you want this to do a podcast read real quick? sponsored by air med care network premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital it's not something we think about, but it's something that's completely out of our control and it's very expensive, tens of thousands of dollars, and those estimates are pre-Biden inflation. Don't let this potentially bankrupt your family. Sign up for AirMed Care Network. When you start with AirMed Care Network, it's gonna start at just $85 per year. It's less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And as a bonus for listeners of this show, when you go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, you're gonna get up to $50 back in the form of a gift card, it's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. By the way, I'm a member of Airmedcare Network. <laughs> I always like to throw that in. It's fire insurance, it's really good, $85 a year. And frankly, since I'm always over the country, I also got the one where they'll fly you back because I'm kind of hunted. So Draza, this reminds me, this reminds me of early discussions right after the election about Benford's law, the idea that humans are really bad at creating randomized data sets. And even when you think something is truly random, you'll see that it's not truly random. Things tend to follow a pattern. The, the I, I think those are two different one, things, but you're right. No, well, no. Yeah. I mean, well, so. This is designed to look random, right? It's designed yes. to look random. Yes. It's designed to try and get through, whether it's a human being plotting the points or an algorithm plotting the points. We are very bad at creating truly, truly randomized data sets. And I see, I look at this tabulator one, it's just so obvious. I mean, that is, that's what randomness would look like in a very pro-Trump county, whereas everything else is just hovering along the line. It doesn't go up, doesn't go down. It just seems to be set on this line. I, I agree with what you're saying earlier. It seems like they were just expecting no one to look at this. Right, right. But it has enough chaos in it from a um, scan, you know, a glossing over pers perspective that none of the none of the batches have the exact same ratio each, right? So that provides enough um, randomness that it doesn't look like you've got all the batches coming in at 1.5 to 1, 1.5 to 1, 1.5 to 1. But they, but they jostle around that set point enough that it, you don't notice that everybody's going to the same value. And do we, I, I've ta we've talked to, um, we talked to Tina Peters, I believe a little bit, and she was mentioning that some same day 
voters were processed as so like if you showed up in person to drop off your ballot in person you would get processed as if you were mailed in is that what this data set is showing are, are the tabular ones truly people who just stood in line and filled out the ballot there or does it do does that also include people who dropped them off in person i don't have that Hello. data i don't know i don't I, know i do I don't know. yeah okay <laughs> jeff no yeah um I asked, I've asked questions about that, uh, the people who should know, and I'm led to believe that that was a very small number, it's too small a number to, to affect. I don't, I don't think that's what was going on here, I guess is the best way to put it. Right, right. So the, so the mail-in votes for, um, well, the total votes for the presidential election um, for Mesa County was over 88,000 votes. <clears throat> so... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> so, given that that given that that was eighty eight thousand votes, um, and and the majority of them were mail in, the ones that were dropped off if they were scanned that way would have been a very small number, like Jeff said. Okay, so <laughs> the, the data shows that happening twice, two ballots, and they were both corrected. That's what the data says. So, so I want to I want to challenge you both because I think it's important that we we become critics. And I tried to critique uh, Joe Vaughn's work, but he didn't like that very much. Ran home and grabbed his toys. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry, not sorry. Uh, but how do we explain away? How do we how do we look at this from a critical eye and say, what if? What if this happened? What if this happened? What if this happened? Is there anything that you've looked at to make sure that as you go through and do a um, critique or a uh, overview of it, look at it from a different perspective. That as Draza, you've said in the past, hey, I might be looking at this with, with you know, an eye where I want to see something that's not there. So I went back and redid and redid and redid and redid. Um, are you, are you looking at this from a peer review? Or are you challenging each other? And do you have others that are challenging some of the work that you've created as well? Absolutely, I've shared this with several people and um, asked for people to try to poke holes in it. And from this point. You yeah. might be able to say that it was just a coincidence. Uh, as we look at the rest of the day, that becomes harder and harder to uh, say that's the right. case. Let's go to the next one. See, I was setting you up. I was just setting up the... Guys, listen, here's, here's what I know for a fact. The election in 2020 was stolen, not just in one state, but in every state. And Dominion Voting Systems, ES&S, Runback, these companies play together. It is a pool of bias and fraud, all of them. So you're not alone there, Mr. Coomer. You're not alone. But we do know that you played a big part in the election theft of 2020. And I'll continue to say it. And my, I look forward to the I look forward to the moment that I get to file a a uh, countersuit against you. And I look forward to the the day that I get to stand up in court and you get to explain away all the things that I know about you. I look forward to it. Yeah, we got the producer go over there going, "Let's go," because he gets to hear from me all day long. I'm like, ah. Huh? What's that, Jeff? It's all those mean tweets, though, Joe. Oh, man. Give, all those give me mean that. tweets. Yeah, mean tweets. Yeah, mean <laughs> tweets. Stock market dropped by like a rock out of a... They literally had to hit the slow down button in the, in the uh, stock market today. People are losing their livelihoods while these pieces of trash on the, on the hill are just cashing out. At our, at, at, that hurts us as people. They don't care about us. And this whole election stealing the voice of the American people, this is peanuts to them. 
Only they didn't expect us all to wake up and to get on the right side and to di differentiate that over there is the communist, over there is a socialist, over there are the people that are traitor to our nation, and over here are Americans. We don't care about Democrat or Republican. We know that it's wings of the same bird. Okay, I digress. Let's move on to this. <laughs> you digress beautifully. <laughs> ah. Yeah. So, so I, so in, in, um, in, in the the uh, spirit of, of not going through all of the all of the technical details, we skip a couple days here, and we get to the twenty seventh. So this was this was a couple days later, and here you can see the uh, the <clears throat> the in person votes. Those little green dots. <laughs> that highest one is like oh what is it like sixteen to one. So th th they're they're completely different than what we're seeing with the with what's being counted with the mail in ballots. Now here this is the reason that I skip to this day is because this is where I see the magic happen. Where we went for one to one, one to one. The next day was one point five to one. We walk up a few more days and here we get to the twenty seventh. And now that red line there with that daily target, the day or the daily average is 2.5 to 1. Now, because the band kind of goes, it can go as high as 100 over and as low as 50 under, because we're at 2.5, we have none of those dots going below that 100 line. None. So where for the first two how days... Is that, how is that possible? Uh, organically? Have, Je I don't have Jeff just came right out. Yeah. Jeff is like these little, you know, this is a kid's show, Jeff. <laughs> it's artificial. How is it possible? Max, you like math. How is it possible? <sighs> the only way it's possible is if everyone knew how everyone was voting and they all decide to only vote on certain days based on the ratios. I mean... It's impossible. Uh, no, Listen, everyone. This is not possible. <laughs> hey, can somebody tell me what machines they use in Mesa County, Colorado? Dominion. Oh, oh my God. Dominion. Does anybody want to tell me where the headquarters is for Dominion of Canada in the U.S.? Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I... That... <sighs> That graph earlier where we showed it was it, at the start where they had all of the batches being counted at the same exact time in a way that's impossible to do manually. That almost, as I'm thinking about it, that almost reminds me of like the stock market opening. Yes. And people put their orders in over the weekend and they they process the orders as soon as the, the bell rang. And I mean, that has to be electronic. I mean, the, the only other excuse, excuse I could have, and, and we've talked to Tina Peters, I doubt her people were doing this, is if they started counting early and forward dated it. I, I couldn't imagine them doing that. So it had to have been some kind of electronic, almost like the way you would, you would buy stocks over the weekend and finally purchase them when the bell rings. I, right. I, I can't even wrap. There's no other way for it to be real. So I just... I want to point this out before you answer because I don't want to get past this. But um, you've got some you got some crushes in the comments, Draza. Now, Jeff, they like your beard, <laughs> but but you have the oh, Draza's hot. Draza is oh a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I got. It's a good thing I can't see him. Yeah, so I, I was I was figured I'd share it with you because you got your own fan club that's starting here. Um, <laughs> this is why I try not to be on podcasts with her. <laughs> so, so just to add a little levity to it i just figured I'd, I'd throw that in jeff go ahead go back sorry if I, I didn't mean to interrupt you no i was just going to say there are two actual possibilities one is max you're correct it does look electronic the only other way that i can think of that happened is if there was pre-knowledge of what those batches were and they were placed in a particular order to achieve that particular uh, outcome is it impossible? Yeah. Both of those are terrible, mind you. I mean, yeah. both of those are. It doesn't. <laughs> but that is also a is potential it, it, way it could have been. Yeah. Is it possible that data could get corrupted, and when data is corrupted, it just assigns it as coming in at the first possible moment? Like one of the things we've seen in Wisconsin, one of the excuses that they're giving, the real the reason that so many people are like 124 years old in the in the voter registration, is that when they don't have an actual like date of birth for those people, the system automatically assigns them January 1st, 1901. So it looks like they're all 124 years old, but in reality, the reason it was assigned that time is because the data got corrupted. Someone forgot to enter it or whatever. Is it possible that those were later ballots, later batches that should have been assigned to a different time, but for whatever reason, you got corrupted, it didn't get entered right, and the system could have automatically assigned it to that early time? Before Jeff answers that, I would like to add to your question, Max, that there's a there's a, a a second part to your question that you would have to add in the fact that the ballots that they didn't count and added in at the end just so happened to be spaced so that they <laughs> they none of them had the same value and they averaged out to one to one. Okay, Jeff, go. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I don't I can Pixie I does. cannot work out and believe me I've 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 spent a lot of time trying to find ways that all of this could have happened organically uh, and even even in the case of this where you're suggesting some sort of a a, a data corruption or something like that uh, I I I can't find any evidence that would even even point. To something like that, and and to, I could go into I won't I could go into the technical details, but a lot of this information, um, the way it is stored in the database, uh, even <clears throat> even though the Dominion database is not uh, known for its consistency, in this particular case, it is you are able to basically through the timelines and through other other things, you know, see no this this data was exactly how it. Uh, it was meant to be. There was no, uh, uh, you know, no no garbling of the data or anything like that. I, I I can't see any way that would have happened. So on the screen right here, the tabular three only had one batch on this day. On this I'm particular day. Right Yeah. Uh, so 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 the thing the thing that I've tried to rationalize here is that we have the first two days where we have received batches and there are 50% of the batches that were received on that day. And, every, and the, each of the days have roughly the same number of batches and each batch has roughly the same number of uh, ballots. So we're not talking about, you know, a, a huge, a huge different sample that you're taking out of the, out of the general population. 
you're comp you're kind of comparing apples to apples for a random selection on this day. But on the first two days, you've got 50% of the batches that have a Biden preference and 50% that have a Trump that equal out to that one-to-one -one ratio. And here, when you get to this day, you have zero batches that have a Biden preference and everyone with a Trump preference with, uh, with the mail-in ballots having an average of 2.5 to 1 Trump to Biden votes. I, I think it's funny that in all these other all these other tabulators, the different batches all average out to that red line. The tabular <laughs> three had one batch and it is right on the red line. <laughs> <laughs> it had to play its uh, part. I, research, yeah. research I've done, the, the particular scanner tabulators that they used in Mesa are prone to overheating. And uh, I, I have heard that uh, in numerous places, they can only run so many batches through a tabulator and then it overheats and they have to kind of set it aside for a while. That's why sometimes in these you'll see, I think one of the previous days, you could almost see the colors were in order. Uh, if anybody wonders about that, that's why. They basically uh, most likely used a tabulator until it overheated and then they just started using another one and so on. So, so this most secure election in history. Yeah, so so this 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 gets me because obviously they're doubling down and coming after using all these people to come after Tina Peters and come after. Her, but this isn't just that you know this is really good information. But this combined with all the other reports that have been peer reviewed, they put through multiple tests with other cyber teams. It's it's going to be hard for them to run away from it. I think because frankly, how do you run away from all the evidence that stacks up against Dominion voting systems? And and there are other states I'll tell you how that are, they'll do it. I'm sorry. <clears throat> No, go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so that's why it's so important. We were supposed to do a show today on Jovan. It would have been a lot of fun because I would have loved to have have done that show. Um, and I do it with absolute respect, just so you know. I mean, I, I won't even – I'll be nice about it. <laughs> Draws is looking at me like, I don't want to have that conversation. It's okay. You guys don't have to. I'm not asking you to. I'm doing it. But, uh, but you put all this information together, and what comes out the other end – I mean, look, I just got some information from Nevada that I'm going to pass on to you guys, by the way. It, it's happening in every single state. I mean, this, is, this, this is organized crime. But it has to be supported by our, our intelligence community. We're really smart people, but they have some of the biggest tools. I would argue that the government has inside of their has quantum computers. Even though they don't talk about it, I would still argue that those computers actually exist in the government, which are uh, systematically able to predict things to happen in the future. They can war game things better using that system, right? It's supposed to make the world a safer place. Uh, Steve Jobs used to talk about it. Elon Musk literally says that it's going to be the downfall of the world. But uh, I would argue that they're really smart, that, that they're people inside of the intelligence community. They're not stupid people. So there, you have the certain part that are co complicit and the other part that is going along with it. H how do we get to this place? Uh, and I'm asking either one of you, how do we get to this place given just this information? And we're not done yet. If, if that's the case, how? Without the intelligence community being involved in it. I can't Nobody wants speak to, answer, to that directly. <laughs> All I can say is that the, the rule of thumb is that government slash military technology usually runs uh, well, about 10 to 15 years ahead of uh, 
what's available corporately. Is that uh, Draza? You probably heard those numbers also somewhere around there. And uh, well, I mean, uh, about small Cooper pair quantum computers that are in prototypes. So I don't know what there is that people aren't talking about. I just I just assume that if Google has a quantum computer running, which they say they do, that probably means that somewhere in uh, in our government they've got uh, twenty that are that are running. They have uh, fifty two cents of every dollar that we have. They get to keep. So I mean, they have an unlimited resource to build whatever they want, and we're already there. We're already there. Right, Catching them, the Joe, slide. on their mistakes. That's the thing. Well, they have to telegraph it. Oh, this is fun. So, so this is so this is the sum total when we look at everything together. Um, this is this is taking all the votes together. You can see at the beginning where we get this little bit of a little bit of a jiggle there. It's it's all kind of um, centering around that one to one ratio till we get to about uh, two hundred of those batches, right? And then we start going up almost linearly to the final value. So that would reflect those two days that the tabulators are holding everything to one to one, and then we begin walking up. Now, if you notice that little dip in the middle there, um, that little dip in the middle, they were at 1.5 to one the day before, and then the next day they went down to 1.25, um, and tabulator three was not used. So tabulator three had a mechanical issue and was not used. And it didn't pull its weight. But then when it got fixed and it was used the next day, we were right back on track. Which shows you. And I'm having a. Yeah. I'm a Sorry, quest for you to see if you were paying attention. How many, how many batches? This is the X or the Y, or the horizontal axis is number of batches. Do you remember how many batches were in those first three days? 267. Where uh, everything went crazy? 260 some? 267. Yeah. yeah. And those Combine are the ones that, that uh, Yeah. Those By the are the time we got to 267, then it's up, up and away. Yeah. Now, the, and the thing that's really surprising when you look at the, the overall count about this, and it's something that may not be intuitively obvious, but when you think about it, it makes sense. So what we have here, if you look at this, you can see that the 400th batch to the 401st batch is moving at an angle. So that means that those 100 batches that came in were able to move the cumulative ratio of all of the Trump to Biden votes had, that had been cast at that time. It was, it was so much more Trump that it moved the cumulative average. And then we get to like the 700th batch and going from 700 to 701, it's structured so that that batch was able to move the cumulative, which is now even bigger, at the same rate that the 400 to the 401st batch was moved. Okay, so, that's so, kind of like, so listen, okay. you have to break that down a little bit because I trying. see people's heads exploding online. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody just blew up our, our Rumble uh, page as a result of this. All right, slow so, that down. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind. Of, this is this is the example I'm using, and I don't know if it'll resonate with everybody. But if we have this case where everybody is swimming out to a boat, 
one at a time, okay? And everybody is the same strength and, and everything, right? And when you get out to the boat, you push the boat from one side, depending upon which side you're swimming from, and then you pop into the boat, okay? okay. Your, your force for the first couple people that push it will push the boat in that direction more, more. right? Yes. As you start getting people wading down that boat, you have momentum, right? You've got you've got more more weight that each individual each that each next push to try to push, and you won't be able to push it as much as that first person that was pushing the empty boat, right? Right, right. But what we're seeing here is that we're seeing that the four hundredth person could push a boat for with four hundred people in it with the same effect as the seven hundredth person who's the same size can push the cumulative this uh, as in this it's it, 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 it just doesn't seem to work when you try to think about it from a, a an, an organic perspective which probability wise um i was trying to do the math while we're sitting here and i, I didn't get it done because i think i screwed up but what's the probability of that happening <laughs> I don't think I could calculate it. This this basically means that everybody mailed in their ballots one to one to begin with, and we then organized. And we're like, hey, you send yours in for Biden, I'll send mine in for Trump. Let's go. Yep, yep. Right? One to one, they, they held hands together and mailed their ballots in together. You know, dogs and cats living together, everything's wonderful. One to one, all the way through the first uh, two hundred batches or twenty thousand votes, and then following that. They started grouping together in uh, more and more Trump preference groups and mailing their votes in together. So you would have to have people mailing in their votes on day five, day six, you know, in, in more and more uh, Trump favored groups in order to get this shape. So, so even if you had more. Even if even if you have a, a a case where okay, let's say that even in mail-in, Republicans tend to wait and mail theirs in later, and, and Democrats mail theirs in a bit, uh, it you wouldn't see a linear progression. You still would not see that. You would you would you would certainly see a gradual increase over time, with a little bit of up here and down here and and, and jitters. Uh, that's what that's what a real uh, you know, pseudo random uh, progression looks like, and it, it doesn't look like this. Okay, let's go to the next slide. We're we're uh, we're over a little bit, but I want to go over a little bit, but I don't want to go over too much because, uh, statistically speaking, the downloads um, go down when we go too far over an hour. So we're we're over an hour now. I just want to get it in there, and we can have you guys back on to finish up some stuff. So let's run through this stuff. And then we're just going to continue to put, to tell everyone, look, you got to push this. You got to become an advocate for truth. They don't try to cut the tongue out of the person that's telling the truth. They cut the cut or cut, cut the tongue out of the person that's lying. They cut the tongue out of the person that's telling the truth. And they have continually attacked. There has been one person that has been curious, data curious, about this on the radical left or the rhinos, for that matter, which shows you they're working together against the greater interests of the American people. And we know it's happening. And we just need to make sure that they understand that we're done. And, and, and I, I want to say this as we, as we go through these, these final slides. Look, it's not the person that has nothing to lose that you should fear and that they don't fear. It's the people that have everything to lose. And as a country, we have a lot to lose. 
So pay attention to this. Share this. Share it. Share it. Speak about it. Go back and watch it three, four, five times, right? And if you're on the audio version, watch it there. Listen to it there. Go watch it on the video on Rumble or, or conservative-daily.com or on, on any number of channels, CloudHub, uh, Frank Speech. Go listen to this again. Watch the slides. This is not hyperbole. This is truth. And they can't, they haven't even tried to go after this data. They haven't tried because they can't. Okay, keep going. Go ahead, Draza. So, so we're going to switch gears here because if, if we think that the people of Mesa County were just that organized, um, this is Pima County, Arizona. And uh, Pima Leprechaun. County, Arizona, rather than the 88,000 that was in Mesa County, they had 500,000 people in Pima County. And you notice it's the same thing. They've got this little jiggly holding to that first ratio. It's different than Mesa County, but they're holding to that ratio. And then after they get through that first little bit there, then they get a linear progression with a slight adjustment at the end. It, it's, it's almost, I, I just can't even understand how um, a, a county that large could be that organized and have it match Mesa County so well. So, so it's, I don't think it's possible. Matter of fact, I, I know it's not possible, right? Right. If, so if we want to go to the next slides, I'll talk through them real fast because they're kind of hard to digest, but hopefully. So what I did here, I went going back to Mesa County. I plotted out just one to however many batches each one of the tabulators counted. And you notice uh, tabulator uh, three wasn't three. used as much. So it's got that little bit. But I was looking at this and I was like, they've got like this hump and this dip and then it goes up and then it's got that sharp point. And so what I said is I said, okay, why don't we scale this out and see what each tabulator did if we take the number of votes that each one of them did and call that 100%. And we see what each tabulator did from zero to 100% of the work it did in this election. And that's what's on the next slide. Next slide. Oh my so this gosh. is some total. So this is this is the three mail-in tabulators scaled out for zero to hundred percent of the entire work that they did in the election on the bottom, as compared with tabulator one, which was counting the in-person votes. Wow, guys, look yeah, at green look line at this. is what an election should look like. It, it, it should have rough edges. It, it, you know, the people are unpredictable, and the people mm -hmm. that vote are unpredictable. And and the thing that unless that they mail in, it. Unless they mailed in. But but here's the thing. Even it, with, with the mail-in ballot, you still will not have over time the predictability of the 1 to 1 or 2 to 1 or 2.5 to 1. That would be impossible. That means you'd have to sort them based on who voted for who, which is impossible as well. And then the number of ballots, you talked about that, that were, that were fed through the system. Now, there is, there is something they could have done, and that is suspended those ballots because the system has the ability to suspend ballots inside the system. You could run a thousand ballots through and then have the system inside of the adjudication system or the, the EMS can then start going through and, and uh, sorting those ballots. That is true. That could happen. But it's not probable. Right. Right. But, it, but so 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 now that you had a chance to look at this um, and if you think I, I made an error, I, I, again, I asked people to check me, but we yeah. also received we also received data from other counties. Right. And so. If you go to the next slide, please. This is the data that we received. Oh, I didn't include any. So we, I, I have, I have data from other, uh, other. I didn't include it. We have uh, uh, from uh, other counties, and the uh, mail-in tabulators down. run exactly the same uh, linear progression uh, from 
a lower value to a higher value uh, working all together. It's it's amazing. And and this all happened inside these Dominion voting machines that were, you know, no, no problem. You know, d don't worry about Trump. He's not going to win. Correct. So, so, so I would like to point that out where the graphs that I was doing originally were based on the Edison data that was available on the, the New York Times website. Yeah. Uh, that the data that was reported by the, by the Edison um, research and pre presented by the news. We don't have that. We don't have the news in the middle. We don't have Edison in the middle. We don't have the Secretary of State's office in the middle. This is the data that was coming directly from the machines. And, and so we're, we're looking at this from the perspective of even the, the line of data coming from the Edison data showed the same pattern. But now we're right we're at the tabulator. Statewide. Right, statewide. So now we're running the same, the same analysis on data directly from the tabulation machines themselves, right? Directly from the database itself. Now, can, can, we, can I ask you a question? We, we talked about this this morning. The logs were deleted in Wisconsin, and they they see um, uh, some some of the same um, algorithms used in in voting, counting, uh, or people uh, registering to vote. And but the the thing that is is that all of those databases were wiped. I call them wiped, right? They're gone. Do we have the same problem in Mesa County? Go ahead, Jeff. Problem with the logs. Well, the logs, as we discussed, are contemporaneous with the election are are gone. Yeah. But uh, because of the actions of Tina Peters, uh, she saved the data. If it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be having this talk. And and we, you know, it, it, quite honestly, uh, having that, having done, Tina did what she did. Uh, I don't know if, as as a whole group of people investigating the election, I don't know if we'd be half as far as we are, because we've learned things from from that Mesa image that we've been able to apply to other places. It shows us what to look for. Um, Dominion screwed up. Dominion did. They were a few screw days Dominion, late. Dominion used their relationship with Runbeck. They used a relationship with ESNS. They used the incestuous relationship between people running from election uh, system to election system. They used people like Eric Coomer, who have a tattoo of uh, you know the, some what is it the screaming Pope, which is the artist of the Satanic Temple, um, who wrote it. I mean, I'll just tell you, this guy is not biased. This guy is just disgustingly evil, right? So I'll call him what it is, and he's a public figure. You represent 50% of the vote of the American people, and you're calling them trash. You're calling American people trash. You're calling what we have in our country after the USA. Like, and, and you expect us to believe that somewhere along the way that you weren't that guy on that call. It wasn't you at all. No. All the rest of this is just superfluous stuff out there. There's nothing to do with your character. Your character's great. Perfect. We know that's not true. We know that the things that you're uncovering, Draza, the things you're uncovering, Jeff, the things that we're uncovering holistically across the country, we, eyes do not deceive us, and neither do our math skills, even though math is racist. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. But if you can keep people stupid, if you can teach people, if you can take away math, then common sense goes out the window too. They run side by side. Common sense and math Run side by side. If you understand the, the concepts of math, you are less likely to be fooled by others.
I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. We'll have you back on again. I'll give you guys the last last. Yeah, we didn't last... get to what was really going to uh, knock you out of your chair, so I need to go back and show you that. Well, give it to me. Do we want to do it? Or do you want to do it? Can you give me right, one well, minute? Gonna... To... I'll give you yeah, one minute to wrap to up, but if it's, if it's one minute that, that I can stretch out into an hour we can explain as this will knock your socks off, then we'll just set it up for Thursday. We'll get you back on, on Thursday. Well, I'll tell you what. No, let me, let, me just, let me just tell you, and if you want to bring me back for, for detail, I will. Someone, uh, someone out in the Grand Junction area mentioned to me that uh, the municipal election in 21, they felt that the entire slate of four city council went the wrong way. So I finally got time. That information was also in the Mesa image. The exact same database creation and selective movement of ballots and rescanning of ballots occurred in that election as well. So you want to take Trump out of it? Trump wasn't running in, 20, in the municipal election. And uh, in an election where the uh, Democrats won all four races by between about 1,800 to 3,000 votes, there are 8,500 suspicious and i would say you can't trust some votes in that election so people say people say this stuff doesn't make a difference it wouldn't change on election wouldn't change anything we got it right there we're bringing you back on that one sorry you're going to have to come back and explain that get all your stuff ready mr producer reach out to jeff i want to actually review that as well because there's some information that i want to push out to people so i can show them that they're stealing elections at every level draza will give you the final word so so when we've when we looked over all of the elections and we saw that there were patterns and there's only like four patterns um it's it's heartbreaking now to see that it looks like this was controlled at local levels and again i'd like to stress this this was not done with the knowledge of the people in that office this was not the people in the office doing not at all doing these things it's too controlled it's too regulated you see the bands there. This was not our people. Be nice to your clerk. Make sure they understand that we're just looking for the truth and not to lynch people for just being in the wrong office at the wrong time. Well, we do sure appreciate all the work that you've done and putting yourself out there. You know, we know the courage is more infectious than fear in this country. If people don't know your story, Draza. I'm not sure I want to, uh, it's not up to me to put that story out there, but I asked you one day, I asked you one day why, because you, you called me and you said, my name is Draza Smith. And I go, Smith, <laughs> really Smith. All right. Tell me another one. And you told me a story, so you don't have to share it if you don't want to, but there's a reason why that you driven to do what you do and to protect that, which is so sacred to us, which is the integrity of this nation. You're welcome to share it. If you'd like, I definitely give you the floor for it. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go into the details of it, but I will say that, um, uh, we have a family member that was military that loved this country and dedicated his life to the military and we lost him. And um, this is how we've, this is how my family is to fight because uh, we love this country. Well, I just want to say thank you and thank you for the sacrifice that you make. I know what that sacrifice looks like and um, it's not easy. It's not easy waking up every day. And um, frankly, looking over your shoulder, and I know that that still has to be done, even when people say, ah, you're okay, you're not. So keep your head on a swivel and do the best, and God bless you, and I'll be praying for both of you. God bless you all, too. Thank you. Right. God bless you. Take care. 
we're out of time. So I, yeah, I was going to go straight to, I've been practicing. You want me to read it? I'm a little bit faster. No, I got it, man. Let me, come on now. I got to add my little. slow. No, I'm not slow. I'm not slow. It's like, it's like, it's like Billy Madison. Not, not when he's in elementary school. It's like when Billy Madison is in like high school. So we've, we've got a bunch of information coming out about other states and we're going to continue to push this because guess what? We are in the, we are in the final hour. We're in the final hour and we have all the information. And the next step is, is that we push people, we push people to say, you got to get in the gap. And look, I'm, I'm not very popular for saying that. I sleep with one eye open, bulletproof glass, a gun within arm's reach, right? I know that frankly, these people want us to be quiet. They want us to sit down. And what we witnessed over the last couple of days, what we've witnessed over the last couple of weeks, what we listen, have witnessed over the last couple of months is the radical left lying to us because they are evil. So we are out of time. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to our Rumble channel at Conservative Daily. Make sure at the top you, you change it from videos to channels if you want to do that. People say that they can't find us. That's because at the top it, it has a little tally. You can go to channels or videos, put in Conservative Daily. Uh, follow us on Telegram. You can also follow us on Gab. You can follow Max on Telegram. You can follow Max on Gab. You can follow Max on Getter at Max J. McGuire on Telegram. I'm pushing him over to other things. You can find me a little bit on, on Facebook for the time being, but most of us are gone off that platform. I post some things just to reach those people that are hanging out there. You can see us live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and CloudHub. I do want to say that we want you to continue to, to support Mike Lindell. Um, you can use code CD21, that's Charlie David 21 and save up to 66% anytime. And if you don't want to use the code at all and just not save any money and just support Mike, you're welcome to do that as well. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Give us a five-star review and subscribe to those channels as well. That'll help us grow our subscriber base. Uh, share this episode with people that need to hear it. Look, you are the ones that get to dictate whether or not truth gets heard. You. You, you and you alone. You don't know the one person or 10 people or 20 people. You don't know where the catalyst starts or even where it ends. Um, if you need a reminder, when we go live, you can text the word freedom to 89517 and sign up for our text alert system. You can also check the link out in our description and subscribe to our newsletter so you can get our facts blast and you know that you can help with the important projects you're working on next. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily. I will tell you that the fight is not... I still didn't give Max his part, and they never put it on this sheet. I can't even believe you didn't do it. Uh, Mr. Producer, I swear I'm going to punch you in the face. All right, we'll let Max finish up with that. God bless you all. Fight to take back the country. Not over yet. Only way we win is if we all stand and fight together.